You are tuned to the Nahum Siegel Network on jmandtheam.org and nachumsegel.com. Stay tuned for JM Sunday with Matis Weingast.
Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition of JM Sunday, right here on the Nachum Siegel Network. I'm your host, Matis Weingast. It's the 17th of April, 2016, the ninth day in the month of Nisan, 5776. You know what that means. That means that this coming week is starts, begins the holiday of Pesach, Passover. And that is starting on Friday night with the first Seder. And the continuing for the uh, next eight days. Wow, time flies. Unbelievable. Uh, if you're studying Dafyomi, it's Kedushin 37. Temperature outside here in the North New Jersey area, it's nice. It's 45 degrees now and clear. Heading up to a high of 78 degrees. And then going down to 51 degrees and clear tonight. It's going to be sunny all day today. In Jerusalem right now, it is in fact 78 degrees already and sunny going down to 53 degrees. Glad you could all make it and join us this morning. Appreciate it very, very much. I'm going to have a special guest in the second hour, and that guest is going to be Elizabeth Kurtz, and she is the author of a cookbook called Celebrate Food, Family, Shabbos, and it is packed with uh, nearly a 100 uh, special recipes for Pesach, changing the... Uh, the ingredients uh, somewhat in order to make uh, some of her recipes kosher for Pesach. So uh, that is going to be a very fun discussion coming up in the second half hour, in second hour, about uh, 8.30. I believe that's supposed to take place. We are giving uh, Hannah Julian the uh, week off for uh, Pesach from the News from Israel because she is preparing for Pesach. So we won't have the News from Israel at 8 o'clock. We will have Rabbi David Goldwasser with Morning Chizuk. So we look forward to that. And lots of music. We're going to start off today with David Gabe from uh, the album Hakolotova, and the song is entitled Odcha, right here on JM Sunday. <laughs> Yeah. 
Ya soir, ya soir, ya soir israelico. Vive la moves, el moves, lo inesononi. Ya soir, ya soir, ya soir israelico. Vive la moves, el moves, lo inesononi. Ya soir, ya soir, ya soir israelico. Del amor del amor lo inesono. Hoy dejó, hoy hoy dejó que a mí soní. Night, 
Oh, oh, oh. 
That was Lechadodi from Isaac Biton. Before that, we heard from, again, David. David Lowy, Nachas, and David Gabe. Right here on JM Sunday, coming to you live from the North New Jersey studios of uh, JM Sunday. <laughs> it is beautiful outside. Uh, 47 degrees right now here in this area, heading up to 78 Pretty quickly, it'll be sunny all day, going down to 59 degrees. And in Israel, right now in Jerusalem, it's 78 degrees. Morning Chizuk coming up in a few seconds. Following Morning Chizuk, we'll have a uh, a song by request. Uh, and Dalach uh, Abani by Akiva Gelb. That was by request on the NSN app. So uh, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and uh, it's a great way to hear the show with the NSN app. So I urge all of you to get that. Uh, my guest at uh, 8.30 will be Elizabeth Kurtz. She is a, uh, a cookbook author and a food blogger and has a great website called GourmetKosherCooking.com. She authored the cookbook Celebrate, Food, Family, Shabbos. And uh, there are many recipes in there, I think about 100 
that uh, are also tailored for Pesach. There are ingredients listed there if you want to make it for Pesach. So uh, I urge all of you to uh, to get this cookbook. It's a great one. And we'll be talking to Elizabeth Kurtz at about 8.30 this morning, just, uh, just about an hour from now. So at this time, oh, we're not going to have right, we're not going to have the uh, news from Israel. Uh, Hannah Julian is off for the next few weeks for Pesach. Today she is very busy preparing, and uh, next week here it is Yom Tov for the United States, so we will not have a JM Sunday show. The following week, uh, it is uh, we'll be back to a uh, relatively normal schedule on Sunday, and uh, and that's the way it is. Nachum will be on tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. for uh, JM in the AM, followed by the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. That's an exclusive to the stream. Great program continues here all day long on uh, JM, uh, excuse me, on the Nachum Siegel Network, NachumSiegel.com, the NSN app. At this time, each and every Sunday through Thursday, it is time for morning chizuk. Rabbi Goldwasser's words, Elizecha Nishmas, Rav Zev, Rabbi Yosef Halevi, and Esther, Bas Rabbi Yosef Halevi. Here is Rabbi David Goldwasser with morning chizuk. Good morning. A woman from the nations once fell sick. She vowed, if I recover, I will go and serve every Avadah in the world, every idol. She recovered and proceeded to serve every Avadah When she reached Pa'ar, she asked the priests, how is it worshipped? They told her, eat beets, strong drink, and then relieve yourselves before it. She said to them, I would rather fall ill again than serve an idol in such a manner. B'nai Yisrael were not so. It says in Devarim, Moshe said to the judges of Israel, Let each man kill his men who were attached to Baal Peor. You were attached to it like an airtight lid. This piece of Talmud is difficult for us to understand. Could it be that the masses of B'nai Yisrael were lower than this woman from the nations who served every other in the world? Does the Talmud come to accuse, to be Mekatrig, B'nai Yisrael? The great Goin, Rabbi Chonon Wasserman, says, Chas v'shalom. The Talmud comes only to tell us the praise of Klal Yisrael. How do we know this? We are compared to dust, but we're also compared to the stars. When we go down, we go down pretty low, like the dust. However, when we go up, we go straight to the stars. Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai was once riding on a donkey, leaving Yerushalayim. His Talmidim were following him. He saw a girl picking barley grains in the dung of Arab cattle. As soon as she saw him, she wrapped herself and stood before him. She said to him, Rebbe, feed me. He said to her, My daughter, who are you? She said, I'm the daughter of Nakdimon Ben-Gurion. He said to her, My daughter, what happened to your father's wealth? She answered, The members of my family were not charitable, so eventually they lost their money. And where is the wealth of your father-in-law's house? Rabbi Yochanan asked her. She told him, The one came and destroyed the other. Do you remember when you signed my ksuba? Yes, Rabbi Yochanan said. I read in there that there was a million golden dinarim from her father's house, besides the amount from her father-in-law's house. Then Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai cried out, 
how happy are you when they do the will of Hashem, no nation has any power over them. But when they don't do the Ratzon, the will of Hashem, He delivers them into the hands of a low people. And not only into the hands of a low people, but into the power of the cattle of those people. What does it mean, Ashrechem? Happy are you that when they don't do the will of Hashem, they are handed over to the cattle of a low people. How is that praise? It is a simon. When B'nai Yisrael, the most exalted, when they go down, they descend to the depths. However, we learn from this, that when they go up, they reach the stars. This has been Rabbi David Goldwasser, bringing you morning chizik. Have a nice day. Yeah.
Mikhail from uh, the Mizrach album. Before that, Rabbi Ben Sion Tworsky. We also heard from Mendy Portnoy, Micha Gammerman, Mendy Jerufi, and by request from the NSN app, Akiva Gelb with uh, Dalacha Bani. Right here on JM Sunday is uh, we get set for the holiday of Pesach this coming Friday night. It begins with the first Seder. First of two outside of Israel, only one in Israel, of course. And uh, we are going to be here till 9 o'clock this morning. Then uh, I believe the schedule calls for us to be on hiatus for one week next week. And uh, we'll be back the uh, the following Sunday as uh, I guess it'll be... Uh, when will it be? Then May what? What is that? May Is that May 1st, actually? We won't see it till next month? <laughs> I guess so. Uh, May 1st, we will uh, we'll reconvene with you, so we're off for the week. Uh, but the program continues all day long here on the stream today. Nachum will be in tomorrow morning, JM in the AM, at 6 AM, followed by the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten. Oh, as I mentioned, uh, we also are on hiatus with our news from Israel with Hannah Julian uh, this week and next week for Pesach. She is getting ready, and uh, although it will be Cholamoid uh, in Israel next week, uh, we will not be here in the morning for J.M. Sunday. So that's why she is on a bit of a hiatus. Now, coming up at 8.30, my guest will be Elizabeth Kurtz. She is the author of the great cookbook Celebrate, Food, Family, Shabbos, and in it are about 100 recipes that are uh, that have uh, alternate ingredients and uh, cooking uh, instructions for Pesach recipes. So it is something worth getting for Pesach. You can order it online and we'll be talking to Elizabeth Kurtz at 8.30 this morning, so I look forward to that. Till then, we'll play more music for your listening pleasure. As uh, you get set for the holiday of Pesach, I know a lot of people are up today already, and uh, or have been up, depending on where you are, and getting ready for Pesach. Uh, it's a, a good day to do that. Uh, in this area, it's a beautiful day. It's going to be a high of 78 degrees and sunny. So... Uh, so make sure to keep attuned to the NSN app, to the Nachum Siegel Network, all day long while you're preparing for Pesach and all week long. It's a great thing to have in the background. Uh, it's a great way to get ready for the Pesach holiday. Here is a Daniel Waldman on JM Sunday exclusively on the Nachum Siegel Network.
Strains of Menucha with Yehi HaKodesh here on JM Sunday. Matas Wine Guest with you. Thanks so much for joining me this morning here on the Nachum Siegel Network. It is uh, a little bit past 8.30, about 8.33 in the morning. Beautiful day expected today in the North New Jersey area. 78 degrees is going to be the high. And, uh, and actually, that's what it is now in Israel. In Jerusalem, it's 78 degrees, also sunny. So wherever you are, it is uh, seems to be great weather. I'm sure there's some places where it's not. But getting ready for Pesach uh, today on Sunday, wherever you are, thanks so much for joining us here on the uh, JM Sunday show on the Nachum Siegel Network. My, uh, my thanks to everyone who has uh, joined us this morning. And uh, right now I want to welcome to the air Elizabeth Kurtz, who is the author of a cookbook called Celebrate Food Family Shabbos. And uh, Elizabeth Kurtz, welcome to JM Sunday. Thank you so much. So happy to be here. Oh, thank you. And I, Sunday morning. Yeah, very early for some on Sunday morning, huh? <laughs> as I understand. And thank you so much for joining us and taking the time. This book that we're going to talk about is absolutely amazing. It's been out for a little while. It is called Celebrate Food Family Shabbos. And uh, it is actually a benefit project of... Uh, a Muna of America. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, tell us, what prompted you to uh, put together this particular cookbook? That's a great question. So about eight years ago, I started a website called GourmetKosherCooking.com because when I looked online, I basically saw so much was going online in the non-kosher world. There was visually and so easily accessible recipes and products and suggestions for entertaining, and there was nothing for the kosher world. So I started a website because I'd always loved cooking and entertaining, and people were always asking me for recipes. And really, um, you know, through some hard work and some fantastic readers who reached out to others, it became very successful, and I garnered a really loyal and amazing audience. And from there, I started teaching cooking classes, and what all of those things taught me is that most of my audience were people just like me, busy moms who wanted to make healthy and wholesome food that tasted amazing and that Shabbos came 52 weeks a year 
and we constantly needed new inspiration. So that's really where the concept came from, is I need to make food that is amazingly tasty, easy enough to make every day, but special enough for Shabbos or really any holiday. Right. A lot of people will have the same basic fare every week, which I'm sure is delicious, but they, they won't experiment with uh, different foods or, or ways of preparing different foods. And by having a, a cookbook like this, I think it gives the opportunity for people to say, hey, I, I can try some of these things. There are, there are some recipes that are a bit easier, some that are a bit more complicated, but all can be done by everybody. And even if you want, I guess, uh, chicken every Shabbos, let's say, you can go and prepare the poultry in so many different ways. And right. so many ways that, again, are pretty much easy. I mean, you have one recipe I'm looking at, Shabbos chicken with dried fruit. Uh, you know, looking at it visually, like you say on page 134 of the cookbook, um, it is. Uh, it, it, it looks relatively uh, simple in the sense that it comes out in a nice pan, the chicken is there, the fruit is there, uh, it doesn't take too long to make, and you can experiment with it. You kind of can't go wrong with the recipe and trying it. And I particularly picked this because it's also perfect, as is, as you say, for Pesach. That's right. So I, what I really learned from my readers and from my students in cooking classes is that what people really wanted were recipes that had a familiar spin, meaning roasted chicken, dried fruit, ingredients that they probably already own, maybe done or put together in a slightly different way. Because food certainly plays a huge tradition in our culture. Yes. Huge. And traditional foods, chicken soups and briskets and all of those things. And there's definitely something to that. Um, and, you know, my kids, I think they would, they would leave the Shabbos table if I didn't serve chicken soup at <laughs> least, at least, you know, yeah. at least every week and maybe another one, you know, on special occasions. But so that definitely plays a role in our experience. Having said that, it, making the same food week after week became really dull for my palate. And, and I see from the sales and from the responses of people that they also, they're constantly looking for new ways to prepare familiar things. Absolutely. Uh, by the way, the cookbook is available in uh, all the usual locations. You can go on Amazon. Uh, you, it says here that the uh, book is to, is to benefit a moon of America. Uh, tell us briefly, how did that um, come about, that, that connection with Amuna? So it's a great, it's a really a great story. I was actually on my way to Florida to, to visit an aunt who was not doing well, and I wanted to see her in her final days before, before she became really not so well, and I ended up sitting on the plane next to the national president of Amuna, Fran Hermes, <laughs> and we became fast friends because anybody who knows Fran knows that she is a major champion of Amuna and their work. And, and through our experience on an airplane, and I felt like through going to do something good, you know, going to do some bicker holim and work for work and, and visit somebody, um, I met Fran who introduced me to Amuna, and I started teaching cooking classes for them, and, and thus, you know, came the concept for the project. And I basically said, you know, if we're going to do a, a really significant special project, Maybe somebody, you know, the, the most wonderful people in Israel, the people who really need it, could benefit from this project. That's a great story. There's no coincidence in this world, that's for yeah, sure. for sure. 
a, a couple of the interesting items that you have in the cookbook, besides the actual recipes, for instance, on page 165, you have a, a diagram and a discussion of kosher meats. And uh, you know, most people you know, would not know this, would not think about the different type of meats. They'll get a skirt steak, as you have pictured. They'll get you know, ribs. Uh, but they may not know some of the other cuts that really make a big difference in what they're making. You, obviously, you have to get the right meat if you're cooking meat for the the um, recipe you're doing, so that you know one meat can cook better and be soft enough, you know, whatever it is. So that's a great addition that you have here. I think well, it's, it's very appreciated. More complicated. I mean, it's even more complicated than that for the consumer because really, what's happened is that. Um, butchers across America, and they're all so talented, and we're so lucky. We have so many different things available for us today, especially like for Pesach. There used to be so few products. But what happens is is that butchers across America call lots of cuts different things. Right. You'd open a cookbook and see a brick roast, and somebody in Los Angeles might not even know what a brick roast is. Exactly. They need to know, what else can I get? What else would they call that? And if I wanted to try something like that, what's the best way to prepare it? And again, I learned all of that from my readers, from them asking me questions and and you know me me researching. Okay, what do we do about this? So I kind of hand selected some of those items to put in the book. Right, which is is great to have and a great guide to have. I'll, I'll put you on the spot. And I, this is probably not a fair question, but if somebody wanted to experiment a little bit with um, with a cut of beef that uh, they may not be used to. What would you say is the uh, easiest, if you will, cut of beef that that will uh, that that can be prepared um, without making too many mistakes? You know, that'll come out nice and soft. I think that's a totally fair question. Okay, so what I um, I teach a lot of young people because young people, um, you know, young people are new in the kitchen and they want to be really good at this. And and again, we cook a lot, Um, so. I think that a London broil split, or what we call a minute steak split, where they take the London broil and they slice it horizontally right through the middle. Okay. Um, and so that it becomes two thinner cuts of, of meat and they get rid of what we call the vein, but yes. it's really a, kind of a slice of grizzle in mm-hmm. there. All right. That cut of meat is one, very inexpensive, and two, prepares so easily. One on a grill cooks very quickly. And number two, braised, low and slow with a sauce, in a covered sauce. Right. And almost any of the, and I mentioned this in the book, many of the, the sauces or the marinades can be used interchangeably on different cuts of meat. And I give people a little bit of those examples. But I love it because it's inexpensive, it's super tasty, it's fast, and um, you don't have to make a five-pound brisket. You can right. make a you know three and a half pound minute steak. It still might serve eight or ten people, which is terrific. But you haven't put yourself at risk of a sixty-five dollar piece of meat. Exactly. If you're not experienced. Uh, <coughs> chili peppers are most people know what chili peppers are. But I have a question. You have a coffee marinated brisket, and um, why would you omit chili powder on Pesach? Is it because the powder is usually with a mix? Or, yes, uh, the powder is usually see. Chili powder is a blended spice. Okay. It comes okay. cumin, chili powder. What chili? It's, it's cumin, powdered chilies, and a few other ingredients. Sometimes it contains sesame seeds in it, so it's usually not kosher for Pesach. Ah. The real chili powder 
is just powdered chili. Right, exactly. And so that technically, of course, should be kosher for Pesach. Because this coffee marinated brisket looks awesome. It's awesome, <laughs> and the only the only thing I would add is that if you use chile powder, which is just powdered chilies, it's amazing, but it's very spicy, so you have to reduce it a little bit. Right, okay, that makes perfect the, sense. The Jewish palate doesn't tend to love very spicy. Uh, just be careful with that. Exactly. I, you know, I... I don't really cook. My wife, my wife cooks. I can make a, uh, I don't know. I can make a uh, some type of steak uh, stew, you know, <laughs> which which kind of comes out good. And I like to put a lot of spices in it. Uh, would you say it's the the correct thing that I do? That I like to taste a little bit of each spice, so I'll just get to know how it tastes, you know, in minute quantity on my tongue, and then I could figure out well, what do I want to add to the product? What do I want to add to what I'm making? And then I can experiment that way. Adventurous. I love that. Most people wouldn't taste the dried herbs without them being added, and I find that most people really try to follow the first time they make it, really follow a recipe in, in exact detail, and then they maybe get a little more adventurous outside of that. But that is a very significant difference between men and women. Men kind of like to go with it in a recipe, mm-hmm. and women usually like to follow it very specifically. <laughs> really? Well, and I don't on know. On a note of herbs and spices, Right. You know, different spices need different things. Like of course. Like Indian spices and Mexican spices, they need heat to really wake them up, mm-hmm. the dried herbs, versus some of the Italian spices, like maybe dried basil or oregano, they can be added more towards the end of the dish. Certainly fresh herbs at the end of the dish, over, otherwise they'll get really overcooked. Sure, that makes sense. Elizabeth Kurtz is my guest this morning. The book is Celebrate Food Family Shabbos. It's a great cookbook. There are, if I read correctly, about 100 recipes that do have uh, Passover substitutes, Passover um, ingredients that can be substituted. So I would suggest, really, that people buy two of these. <laughs> I know you'll like that. I love because, that. Because if they get one, uh, they'll have it for Pesach. But then if they want to use it during the year, they may, want, they may not want to use it for Pesach because it might have... Uh, you know, had some chametz dropped in during the preparation process, so you really have to get two, because uh, otherwise, you know, you're going to miss out on some of these Pesach uh, products. Uh, I also want to mention, uh, just as an aside, as a fellow um, a fellow host of a show, Naomi Nachman has a beautiful blurb on the back of the uh, book. She, of course, is host of Table for Two on the Nachum Siegel Network and is known as the Asi Gourmet. Uh, and I know that she's Fabulous. very close we with you. Love yeah, her. She's yeah. amazing. Uh, so I'm sure that uh, that she uh, has, has tried a lot of these recipes and uh, is familiar with them. I also noticed on your blog and I think on your, on your website, GourmetKosherCooking.com, uh, that you're very gracious that you mention uh, fellow uh, authors of cookbooks when they come out with things, like you mentioned Susie Fishbein. I think it's very nice that uh, there's that camaraderie there. Oh, yeah. It's a very, very wonderfully small and supportive food world in, in the kosher community, and I think across a lot of different industries. And we all support each other and recommend each other and help each other. We test recipes for each other. We give feedback. Right. It's, it's an amazing group of people. Yeah. I wanted and to mention... About your web. I'm sorry. No, please go ahead. I just wanted to confirm that you are right. There are over a hundred Passover recipes. Ah. Some of them are perfect for Passover as is, and others have really small substitutions, but they're listed right on the recipe yeah. page. There's no flipping around. Hopefully, I really tried to make it super easy for people. Exactly. And I also have a couple sections in there that I think are a little unique and special. 
One's a kiddish section and one's a fellowshipish section because I found that people are entertaining at different times now. And um, we need different recipes for those those occasions. That's that's a great point because, especially now here with a, a longer, uh, with with Shabbos ending later in the day, uh, you know, by the clock, uh, people have uh, friends over for shalashudas, and there's enough time to have a full meal practically and invite people over. It's not just Friday night or Shabbos lunch. Exactly, uh, and we make totally different things. You yeah. know, salads with fish or fishes that can be can have been, they need a certain quality. They need to be made obviously before Shabbos. Right. And only certain fish sticks, fish dishes, not fish sticks, right. um, hold till then. Exactly. It's not it's not easy. Now your uh, gourmetkosherkooking.com website uh, sends the link over to gourmet Passover cooking at this time of year. Yeah. Uh, so you have an entire section here. What I love is you have, uh, when I popped into one thing, you have a whole section on haroset and seder. So you have, uh, let's see, eight different suggestions here, uh, recipes, American haroses and haroses from Solo, Greek haroses, uh, wisdom from the Pesach kitchen, so you know people can go and see. It's not just the, uh, it's not just the, um, it's, not, it's not your grandmother's haroses, I no. guess. Well, you know what? You got to have a lot of, you know, when you run a website, you have to have a lot of different strokes for different folks. Of course, people are really looking. You know, some people make a seder and they they want four different kinds of haroses yeah. on the table, and then some people stick so closely to tradition, especially for a holiday like Pesach. Right. Uh, and uh, nowadays, well, not nowadays, <laughs> on Pesach, for those that don't eat the kidneys, uh, there are further restrictions. Uh, for those that do, <laughs> you're very lucky. Uh, <laughs> 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 you, know, you know, there's a, a movement in Israel now that's been growing uh, year after year. And I'm not here to render any halachic decisions. That's not my job. But uh, there is the movement growing that uh, that there should be uh, some halachic discussion about not having the restrictions of kidney oat in Israel for Ashkenazim, because you know, in theory, if you think about it, it Israel is not an Ashkenazi country; it's a Sephardic country, uh, well, that pretty might much. Be one more big plus in my book for <laughs> Israel. Wow, I really miss rice on Pesach. Uh, of course, of course. So I'm personally, my rabbi allows quinoa, and everyone needs to check with their local rabbi on that. I'm also no halachic authority, right. um, but I have a lot of recipes on the website. And in the book, quite honestly, for quinoa, yes. because it's become a, a staple product for so many people. Absolutely, and I suggest strongly that if anybody doesn't eat quinoa, you know, takes that restriction without really knowing why, they should investigate it. Because, again, I'm no halakhic authority, but it's not kidney oats. No, <laughs> so it's a berry. It's a yeah. It's it's just you know we do hold tradition very strong. There's no question about that. And you know, on Pesach. People have different um, traditions that's in their family that, that no one else might have. But we've always said that you know, that tradition is important. Don't, don't break it. Uh, but you can investigate for sure. So quinoa is a great substitute for a lot of things. And, uh, you know, There's made a lot of good uh, options also for Pesach. What I've, really, I've done a lot of Passover cooking classes around the country in the last month. And I really try to, a lot of people don't feel so great on Pesach because the food is different and the matzo meal and sure. the, the potato starch. And there, there are a lot of things that we fill our food with. 
that, you know, our body isn't used to digesting, to right. be honest with you, because it's not part of our regular diet. Exactly. So I really try to coach people on, on eating more food during Passover that's just naturally kosher for Pesach. Right. And keeping those other ingredients, although great because they sometimes will fill you up more than other things, um, to a minimum. Find the muffins that use, you know, only a quarter cup of matzo meal or, or potato starch or some of the fillers that have more bananas or sweet potatoes or almond butter, things that are hearty and filling without those those ingredients that just don't digest as easily. Right, exactly. It's funny because we're told that 30 days before a holiday, one should prepare for that holiday by studying about it, and learning about it, and, and understanding it. For Pesach, it, we, we definitely try to stay away from the foods we're going to have at the Seder. It should be the other way around. Right, we should kind of prepare, but obviously there are good reasons for that. Elizabeth Kurtz, I want to thank you so much for joining me on the air this morning. I also I always take the opportunity to, st- to thank Stuart Schnee, who is a publicist, and uh, link the two of us together in this. Uh, the cookbook is called Celebrate Food Family Shabbos, uh, with plenty of Passover recipes or, or, or changes to recipes that are here. Oh, I'm just looking at some of these are so mouth-watering. The mixed herb baked chicken, which has uh, a Passover change. Substitute uh, Dijon mustard with Passover mustard. Ugh, I, I, I just want to go. So and, easy. Too. Yeah. It's a great recipe. It's a good one. <laughs> These are great. So uh, I encourage everybody to get at least a copy uh, before Pesach. You can order it today. You'll have it tomorrow or the next day. Go to all the usual uh, sources, the, the uh, Jewish bookstores, Amazon. Um, can it be ordered directly from Amuna? You sure can. Okay. Amuna.org. Amuna.org, and uh, I want to wish you luck, uh, w- you know, continuing on this endeavor, continuing with gourmet kosher cooking, uh, and wish you and your family a uh, very happy Pesach. Thank you, and you as well. Thanks for having me, and happy Passover, everybody. Thank you. Have a great day. You Thanks too. for joining me. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was Elizabeth Kurtz here on JM Sunday with uh, the amazing cookbook. <laughs> these these recipes are really so mouth-watering. Uh, unbelievable. I uh, I really encourage you to uh, to go and get them. Uh, subscribe to the uh, website gourmetkoshercooking.com. It's only what is it, like a couple of bucks for the whole year, and you can see all the recipes. There's a huge bank of recipes on there. Uh, I, I wasn't going to ask uh, Elizabeth how to make Pesach sweet challah. I don't think there's anything that you can change to get something close to that. But uh, yeah, that's the way it is. So we're gonna. So thank you again, Elizabeth Kurtz, for joining me on the air this morning here on Jam Sunday. We're going to go to a one song before uh, before the end of the show. And who should it be, Shuki, with Hakol Milamala? Hey, that's a good one here on Jam Sunday.
בדברים קטנים שיורים לי בחיים J.M. Sunday, finishing up our show. My thanks again to Elizabeth Kurtz, uh, author of the cookbook Celebrate Food Family Shabbos. I encourage everyone to get it. You can place your order right now on uh, Muna. Uh, is it Muna.com or Muna.org? Let me just double check. Well, you can get it from Amazon. You can get it in the Jewish bookstores. Uh, and uh, it is a great, great book to have because there are so many Pesach Recipes. Uh, it is amuna.org, and you can order the book and get it very, very uh, quickly. So, again, my thanks to uh, to Elizabeth for joining me this morning. And, um, yeah, and we're getting set to just wrap up the show here on uh, on JM Sunday. Uh, we'll be off for uh, Pesach, and then we'll be back here two weeks from today um, so for your listening pleasure. Great programming continues all day long, of course, here on the network, on the NachumSiegel.com uh, or the NSN app as the ways to listen. want to wish everybody a, uh, a good Pesach and enjoy the, uh, the holiday as it begins Friday night. Have a good week also. Nachum will be back tomorrow morning, J.M. and the M. 6 o'clock, followed by the Israel Show with Mayor Weingarten at uh, 9 o'clock exclusively on the stream. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks right here on JM Sunday on the Nachum Siegel Network.